Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Here's the headline, Brandon, from The Guardian. Only 5% of plastic waste generated in the U.S. last year was recycled. Nina Lagani is a climate reporter for The Guardian before Gringola in Mexico, Central American London. She's an ex-mental health nurse and author of Who Killed Berta Cesares? I don't know who Berta Cesares is. Do you know who that is? I have no idea. Okay. You can find her on the Twitters at Nina Lagani. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to go major wokeness on this. Uh, she's definitely probably pretty woke, but I, I give a pass to people that care about the environment. Oh, you so do? Even though, That's yeah, cute. Yeah, That's I cute. feel like they're doing something good for the earth. They're not trying to make sure that everybody's exactly equal, but they're saying, hey, you know what? The earth is falling apart. We need to do something about it. So I'm, I, I'm assuming she's very woke, um, but I loved this article, and I thought it was really, really interesting. So I'm giving her a pass this week. I think we should listen to her. Americans discarded 51 million tons of wrappers, bottles, and bags in 2021, about 309 pounds of plastic per person, of which almost 95% ended up in landfills. Oceans are scattered in the atmosphere in tiny toxic particles. Here's the rub, Brandon. Not a single type of plastic packaging in the U.S. meets the definition of recyclable used by the Ellen MacArthur Foundation's new Plastic Economy Initiative in the report. Even plastics long considered recyclable, bottles and jugs, fall far shorter than the 30% recycling rate needed to meet the definition of recyclable by the foundation. It's all a sham, Brandon. Recycling is a complete sham. Had this not come from Greenpeace, I probably would have been like, this is sort of some sort of right-wing hit piece. But it, it, was, it was really sad to me. I mean, I, yeah. I read this article and I was sad. I was like... You know, one thing that was really interesting in the article was I love statistics and data because they could be manipulated, but they also could tell a big story. And um, I don't remember what the number was, but it was pretty high of most people uh, in America are good with recycling, would, would actually support recycling efforts. So America as a whole is not like, ah, oh, screw it, throw it in the river. Except like, mostly yeah. Missouri. They don't, they don't recycle in Missouri, Apparently, but go on. Do they not recycle in no. Missouri? I don't in know. Alabama and certain parts of Mississippi, go on. Okay, but so outside of those places, even those places I think people recycle, I think that if someone could offer them a thing saying, hey, look, we can really make the world a better place if we just put these cans and bottles into this receptacle, I think that the the culture would find a way to do that. The, The sad part about this piece was it doesn't matter. Like, even if we do it, it's still, I mean, all those people that said, hey, they just throw it in the trash anyway, they were right. But the worst part about it is, it's even more sad that they were right because it sort of feeds their weird story that we shouldn't recycle. And on the flip side, we have a, we have a plastic Island in the middle of the Pacific, the size, half the size of Greenland, right? When you go to your beaches today and you see those little shiny rainbow things, that's plastic, right? What are we doing and how do we stop it? That's, that's the part of this article. They didn't give any offers other than saying that we need to start being aware of the fact that, this is happening, and so we need to put our efforts into place to deal with ending plastic pollution because that's what the UN has said, right? They're trying to put a legally binding agreement in place that by 2024, we will adopt this ending plastic. And ultimately, what they said was, we got to go back to like the old school 
getting bottles for our milk from the milkman. We need to use things that we that we renew, that we use over and over, as opposed to things that are just thrown in the dumpster and they're gone. You know, once again, I'm confessing all these things that I didn't know until like 18 months ago. I never knew what plastic was. I guess I'm like most Americans. I say this because I feel like most Americans think it like grows on trees. Like you somehow, but the earth is essentially a closed system. Whatever we're using was here and then we turn it into something else, right? So I learned plastic is gasoline. So dinosaurs died, seeped into the earth millions of years later. We got gas. Then we turned oil, oil, but oil into plastic. So essentially, this plastic is going to go back into the earth, but it takes billions of years to get recycled into whatever else it will be when human beings are long gone. Right. So that we've created this this miracle product that basically doesn't degrade. No. So it's, and it's got to go but somewhere. But nothing degrades, really, right? I mean, right. But I mean, ultimately, if you've got a, a plant... It goes into the earth and feeds the earth. Plastic yeah. doesn't do anything other than fill up holes in the ground and leak into our water system. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you could look at America first and foremost for driving this engine of consumerism, right? We want yeah. what we want and we want it now without any thought to the long term ramifications of what it's doing. I even my lovely wife, who I just I love her, she's great, but I cannot convince her. We have these great bags from Trader Joe's that I have had for, they're like, well, they, you know, one bag equals 100 paper bags. I'm like, no, I have had these recyclable bags from Trader Joe's for like 15 years and I still use them. I cannot get my wife to put them in her car and use them. She comes home every time with new paper bags from whatever hippie market she went to. And I'm just like, can't you just take that? And she refuses to. I I push back on that. I think paper bags are perfect because you don't live, you live in a place where they waste everything. Our paper bags are used for the compost, and every scrap of food that comes off of our plates and flowers goes into the paper bag. And then yeah, we, we do the same thing. We definitely paper bags do that. are compostable. Yes, we definitely do that, and I agree with you. It's like it is. If she was just getting plastic, but sometimes she'll go to plastic. Ingles, Ingles, which is this freaking horrible made yeah. in America store. It's a grocery store, and they could care less about, could not care less about anything else, right? So they they just have plastic bags in there. They they give you paper bags, but they have no handles, so no one's going to use them. Right, I do. I think they do that on purpose so that people won't actually want the paper bags because I think they're more expensive than the plastic. So they just throw. I mean, you see these people triple bagging plastic bags. So they give you like, I'm mean, like, so I don't bad. want the plastic bags, dude. So bad. And it is what. So what is what is going to happen on landfills? I mean, how many landfills are there across the United across the world? Like, are they just smoldering chemical plants underneath our ground? Like, what happens to that? Well, there was a great book called Trash, I think. Uh, about how we deal with our trash. And yeah. you know that the single largest peak, the single largest hill mountain in Los Angeles is a trash mountain? Yeah. It's a 1,000 feet high above sea level. It's this massive trash mountain. Uh, the article talks about the fact that in 2018, China stopped receiving our, yeah. our, our garbage. So we can't just... When we would get those shipping containers coming with all those goods from China's, we were sending them back full of our trash. Yeah. So I mean, they're not doing that anymore. Plastic. Plastic, right. Well, theory. whatever. I mean, but they were, I mean, all the trash that we make that we throw in was going into these dumpsters and being sent across the ocean to China when China's like, now we're not taking it anymore. So what do we do with it? Well, okay. So here's my question, because you're a lot smarter than me. Do you think we'll fix this plastic problem? There'll be some engineering genius will figure out how to turn plastic into something good in our lifetimes. 
I have hope that that will happen. I do. I mean, I know that there are scientists out there working on this right now. Of course they are, right? To find some way to, yeah, because if we could do that, then we would solve a lot of the world's problems. Couldn't we find, it seems logical to find some sort of chemical compound that you could sprinkle on a plastic and turn it into water. Yeah, I suppose, but I think there's also that fear of the of the law of unintended consequences, right? We come up with this compound and it wreaks havoc somewhere else. I mean, I hope that it's something that can be a win-win, that, that it, it breaks this down. But what's it breaking it down into, right? The oil, the, the, ultimately, at the end of the day, plastic is oil. So if we yep. break it down, it becomes oil again. So I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm hopeful. I feel a little bit sad that here I have been doing my very, very best to to do my part. We recycle, we compost, we do all that yeah. stuff. And you're like, wah, wah, wah. now composting is one thing that isn't a bad thing. And we should all be doing it. But just recycling your can, it turns out, yeah, I, now. I bet like less than 1% of people in our country compost. I guarantee it can't be larger than 1%. No, I agree with you. It can't be because and it's, it's hard. so good. And by the way, there's this whole, like San Francisco, obviously San Francisco, uh, liberal, blah, blah, blah. We have like this comp, great composting system where they take that compost, old scraps, and it goes to like Sacramento and they turn it into this amazing fertilizer and they sell it to Lodi and all Napa County to grow wines. Like it's, a, it, the system works if you actually implement the system yeah <laughs> and i don't think anybody that understands how composting works doesn't get that i feel like that's the hold back there is just because it's kind of messy and we're lazy and we don't want to deal with yeah ants and other things like that so fruit flies dude fig- you go to my house yeah. fruit flies everywhere yeah so figuring out ways to solve those little problems that seems a little bit easier than solving the problems of what to do with plastic but we'll see what happens with that but i'm all for composting larry yeah, I don't believe it. So if the status quo continues, global plastic use and water waste will nearly triple by 2060. It, so here's my question. You know, you go to someone's house for a party or you go to like a big event and you like look around right before you leave and there's just plastic cups and cans and bottles everywhere. And I always say it's like that crap is all just ending up in a giant. Hope that to our party was worth it because it's all just ending up in a landfill. Well, they did say one really funny thing about like we're great at making straws that that suck and fold over yeah. but they actually don't uh they don't actually get recycled anyway so it's like why did we do it uh yeah we'll see what happens i don't know the worst go, by the way go the worst the, the worst was, was also um teeth um toothbrush those are like the worst you can't do anything with that no they're just plastic right well tvs yeah. are the same way but anyway all right larry once again thank you for making me sad but teaching me that the world <laughs> will end in 2060 <laughs> 